Do we have a problem? You're listening to the Don't Go Postal podcast with Donovan Stroud. to episode three of Don't Go Postal with Donovan Stroud. Uh, my name is Donovan Stroud, and today I'm going to talk about what I want the podcast to be, what I aspire for it to turn into, you know, what are my dreams, aspirations as far as making this podcast. <sighs> so... As I've mentioned before, I'm nervous. I want this podcast to be good. I want it to be entertaining. And uh, because of that, I, I spilled uh, you know, some water on my shorts. I was nervous earlier. So that's why I'm wearing these black pants uh, to cover up the uh, wet spot. I couldn't just wait, you know, so I just put pants over it. And then I also spilled water on this chair. Uh, I don't know if you can see, you might be able to see in the video that uh, there's a wet spot on the chair. That's from me being nervous and drinking a bunch of water before this, and I just had to go pee, and I'm just now starting uh, the podcast, which I had planned on doing at like 4.45. It's now like 5.12, so it's taken me you know, way too long to get started, but continuing on to what I was saying about what I want the podcast to be. I want it to be entertaining. I want it to be uh, funny. I want it to appeal to mail carriers. I think there are a bunch of mail carriers, you know, that work for the Postal Service in the United States, and I could milk the fuck out of those people and just cater to them because I could just talk to every mail carrier. And so that's what I've planned on this episode to be. I'm going to talk about working for the Postal Service and what that has done for me in the past four years that I've been working for them. And, you know, I'll maybe look at what uh, kind of future I, I could have at the post office if this whole podcast and, and comedy thing doesn't work out. Uh, because there is a, a future if I wanted to continue past being a mail carrier. So... Working for the Postal Service, uh, I got hired, like I said, four years ago. This was after, uh, if, for those of you that listened to episode two, um, this was after I spent a year unemployed playing video games, and I applied for the job because my mother had told me about the opening for the Postal Service, and I get there uh, to do the interview. I get, I get an interview because... Uh, you know, I scored well on the, the test. And so I get to the interview and I tell them, you know, I've been unemployed for a year. I'm ready to start working. And I would say that probably sealed the deal on them hiring me. I think that was, I'm pretty proud of my interview. I had a good interview. And the, the test part that I scored well on really wasn't uh, that difficult. You know, it was like a memory thing, 
where they would say 900 block of Elm Street is Route 23. And then you would uh, have to like look at a couple of other streets, like say 1100 block of King Street is on Route 36. And it would be five listed things like that. You know, those addresses in the routes, about five of those. And I think you had five minutes to memorize it. And then they would test you with five questions like what route is 900 block of Elm? And then you would say 23. So the that part, the memory part, really wasn't that bad. Uh, and if you're military, you get 10 extra points on that. So I did not get that because I didn't join the military as you uh, heard in episode two, I did not take that route. I could imagine myself uh, taking that route. There was a, a one point in my high school uh, that this guy, Richard, this kind of like pretty genius guy, uh, was telling me to take the ASVAP, and I decided not to. Um, but that definitely could have happened. That could have been a reality for me, but did not you know, join the military. But 10 extra points on the interview uh, memory part if you're military. So if you want to join, you're thinking about joining, it would be a lot easier for you. Union guy uh, that I first met, the first person in the union that I met was uh, this pretty cool guy from New York. And he was saying how different it is, you know, like since we're in the South, how different it is compared to say New York, you know, he says down here in the South, uh, you know, you say, Hey, your mail carrier and stuff, but in New York, you know, you don't really talk to anybody. And he was, he told me the story. Only reason I mentioned him, excuse me, is because, uh, he told a story that I'll never forget about, <laughs> Because it was just so funny. Uh, he was delivering the mail. And, you know, he's got his little carry-on bag in New York. We don't use those here in the South. So another difference there. Uh, but he was had the carry bag because, you know, there's a lot of mail. You have to have some assistance. They do way bigger mail uh, loops, I'm guessing, down there or up there in New York. Sorry. And he said that this guy that looked like a kind of like a leader and he was around a bunch of other guys and he was Hispanic uh he sneezed and you know he was delivering the mail and he heard that and he was like god bless you and then all the people that were with him the you know the guys that were you know seemed like they were part of this you know gang uh they all looked at him when he said, God bless you. And then the, the guy that was like kind of the leader who was like in, in the middle of the speech or whatever, he stops and uh, and says, thank you, brother, or something like that. I, I don't remember what exactly he said back to the union guy, but uh, the union guy could probably tell you what he said. I don't remember that last part. It's probably crucial to the story, but he was just like, thank you, basically. Yeah, saying I'm ready uh, to work in the interview was a good a good move. And uh, <clears throat> so when I got hired, 
I became uh, what was called a part-time employee. The, I don't know really why they called it part-time because I was getting 40 plus hours and being part-time, you are helping everyone. Uh, you're called a city carrier assistant. So when you become full-time, you're a city carrier. When you're part-time, you're a city carrier assistant. So you're technically uh, assistants to the real carriers, uh, you know, the full-time carriers. But who's the real carriers, you know? Because the CCAs, they are learning every route. They are, you know, they're, they're everywhere. They just get thrown all over the place. And you don't know if you're going to be in, you know, this zip code or that zip code every day. And you go in, you don't know if you're going to have, a, a, you know, a usual day, like eight hours. You don't know if it's going to be eight hours or 12 hours because you can come back at eight hours and find out that there are city carriers that have been out there and are continuing to be out there for a long time. And so you got to go out there and help them with, you know, either their route or the piece that they have of another route. And it's pretty stressful uh, at first. There's like a 90-day uh, grace period, I believe. And I uh, did not like the part about not knowing if it was going to be an eight-hour day or what. I didn't like that. Um, and I was I was pretty, uh, I guess, harsh, you know, kind of confrontational, I would say, when it came to coming back to the office and then getting told, actually, you got to go back out. Because... Yes, it was it was overtime and it was more pay, but you know you just you just want to go home. But it's different when you become full time because you get your own route and you can uh, decide whether or not you want to be on the overtime list. You know you can pick. Uh, work assignment, which means you just are on the assignment of your route. And if you need a little bit of overtime, you put in a request for overtime on your route and you can go past eight hours, right? And then you have the eight hour list, which strictly stick it to eight hours. So if, say for instance, you have somebody that, uh, you know, a CCA that gets part of another route say they get an hour of another route that is because somebody probably on an eight hour list said hey i'm going to need just a little bit of help uh in order to get back by 4 p.m because you know the mail could be heavy we could have you know these advertisements that are fucking ridiculous spectrum i'm talking to you <sighs> but we're in the office getting the parcels, getting the magazines and stuff. And we have a case. And a case is uh, this thing that's got a place for all the magazines called a fiber dome. And it just holds all these magazines. And there's like two or three walls, depending on how many stops are on each route. There'll be two or three walls and cells in between that you would you would put the magazines in and it would have labels with the address so you could see you know like this magazine obviously goes for 900 elm so I'm going to put it right here and 
we're doing that from like, you know, we go in at 7.30 and we do that probably from like 7.30 to 9. We hit the street. And I like saying hit the street. You know what I'm saying? That gives me so much uh, energy just saying that. It's like we're about to hit the street. That is probably, you know, one of the biggest rewards of being a mailman. Just saying that. I'm going to go hit the street. About to hit the street. I got to go. You know, now that I say that, I never say uh, I'm about to hit the street. I'm, I, I rarely use it, I would say. And I have already surpassed the total amount of times that I should say it. So I'm going to move on. Uh, a t- uh, topic here is FedEx, UPS, and Amazon. Oh, let's talk about let's talk about them because. They can go postal too, just because the the term going postal was created by the postal service. I think that FedEx, UPS, Amazon, they're all working very hard right now, and you know, being postal shouldn't be such an inclusive thing. You guys can go postal too, so. I just want to say to those people, I'm here for you. Uh, you don't have to be a part of the Postal Service. We, this this, this is going out to everyone, and we are all in this together. Appreciate every one of you. But FedEx, man, y'all don't wave back or nothing. And, you know, some of you are pretty rude. You know, just don't even make eye contact with me. And I notice it like it's you can't just do that and me not notice because, you know, I'll peek. I'll do those peaks because I don't know if it's going to be a usual FedEx person or if it's going to be somebody that's, you know, a little different. So I'll peek over like, hey, are they about to make eye contact? Are they about to make eye contact? Are they about to make eye contact? And then nothing like nine times out of ten with the FedEx. There was one cool FedEx person that I can think of, but that's only because we delivered to the same house so many times because it was this one house. That's all they did was order shit. So we would, you know, pass along each other and he was kind of in the same neighborhood as me. So, but it's still like a, you know, my stomping grounds type of stuff because we deliver to every house. So, all right, I'm sorry uh, to the postal people when I was, you know, talking good things about everybody else. I'm gonna go full postal on this side here and say that we have the advantage because we deliver to every house. Y'all don't have that, and I think that puts us above, you know, everybody else. I'm sorry. It's just like that. I'm team postal. I'm not gonna just decide Amazon, which I haven't got to Amazon yet. But uh, we're gonna move FedEx. Yeah, make some make some contact. That's all I'm saying. FedEx, UPS. Uh, I will I will say I've bullied UPS. I uh, I saw the UPS guy and I was like, uh, "What's up, Brown?" And no, I didn't. No, okay, I fucked that up. I fucked that up. I didn't do Brown. I did not do Brown. I'm sorry. I did blue. Uh, I disrespected FedEx. Now that I remember this, I promise you this is how I remember this. 
I said, what's up, Blue, referring to a FedEx guy. I think that's the same FedEx guy that I was referring to earlier. So I've disrespected FedEx. Now, I'm glad uh, that I remembered that because you don't say what's up, Brown. That would be slightly racist. Uh, so UPS, I didn't say that. Uh, y'all are pretty cool. Um, I don't think y'all hate us. I think, you know, I'll see, I'll see some UPS people and they will, they'll, they'll fuck with me. They'll fuck with me. They'll, they'll get a, they'll give a little wave and they'll make some eye contact. So I fuck with UPS. They're cool. But now Amazon. Ooh, Bezos. Uh, a lot has changed with Amazon's delivery. I was pretty skeptical of them delivering in the beginning when it was them in the just regular shirts and just walking up to people's front door taking pictures with cell phones. And, you know, I still see the cell phones, but, you know, it's got a good camera. I, can't, I don't blame it. Like, the cell phone works. I'm not saying this. It's just, you know, you got a scanner. It's like a more official thing. FedEx just got their blue one. UPS got their brown scanner. And I think I've seen some scanners from Amazon. I've seen some small. They got some small high-tech scanners. I don't think we got it at the Postal Service yet. But they were talking about getting some new scanners. That was like six months ago. Uh, but Amazon, that was in the beginning. Y'all were, you, you know, just... Had your shirts. Sorry, I gotta drink some water. I'm sorry. I always do that. I freaking <laughs> I I, I uh, keep it open when I'm done with it, and then I go to grab it and close it, and then I try and drink it because I thought that I. Keeping it open this time. I remember I'm going to keep it open. That way I can just grab it and drink. So, Amazon. Y'all were slacking in the beginning, but now y'all are killing it. Y'all are killing it. Y'all are killing it. Uh, you can't beat driving a Mercedes. I wish I could drive. Actually, I don't. Because nothing beats the Postal Service little square trucks that we drive. The things... That are called LLVs. LLV. That's right. Um, that shit is the best. Because it's built for agility. And we are the fastest motherfuckers to deliver anything. I put that on everything. I was about to talk some good stuff about Amazon. But I'm not going to give y'all that right now. Y'all are not getting that yet. Um, good people I work with. I work with some cool ass people. That's what makes the postal service. The postal brand is the postal carrier. We are talking to, we're not talking to everyone right now because of the coronavirus, but you know, like when we could, you know, talk to people, we were talking to everyone on the route, but even with social distancing, now that everyone's home, we're, I'm seeing more people every day. So I am staying six feet away, that's for sure, when I talk to people. Uh, <laughs> but the people that I work with are awesome. We would, you know, meet up at 
Hardee's every day at one o'clock just uh, to have lunch. We, I mean, we still do that, but this is you know pre-corona, and you know the people that I work with, uh, even the ones that you know don't go to lunch, they're they're all really great people, and that's also one thing I want the podcast to be is uh, I want to interview some mail carriers. Once, you know, the the lockdown, there's a lockdown happening this Sunday. So if that's any timeline of when I recorded this, uh, there's supposed to be a lockdown happening this Sunday. And once that's over, I'm going to have some people from the Postal Service that I believe have some stories to tell. And that to me is something... Uh, that I would like to do. And since I was just talking about FedEx and UPS and Amazon, if I ever meet uh, someone through, you know, delivering to the same house and you recognize me, I'll have you on the podcast. I'll have FedEx. I'll have UPS. I'll have Amazon uh, delivery people. Once this is over, I'll have you over and we can do the podcast. So it's not just going, uh, not going postal. Uh, you know, like I said, it's not going to be, I don't want to make it such an inclusive thing. You can go postal in any branch of delivery. You can go postal as a uh, Uber Eats driver. I'm sure. I mean, there, you heard about the one Uber driver that killed someone. So they, they went goober. <laughs> That's what I just created. Goober. The, Uber version of going postal is called Goober. Awesome. I uh, also wanted to think of some for FedEx, so I'm glad I just created that Uber one on the spot. Uh, FedEx, the postal version of going FedEx is Fed Exit. <laughs> okay. The postal version of going or the UPS version of going postal, sorry, is pups. P-U-P-S. They went pups. And the Amazon version of going postal is... Uh, I want to say Amazonian, but I want to give it something better. Amazon. Uh, Blamazon. Amazon version of going postal is Blamazon. So that is my synopsis on that. But like I said, if I meet any of y'all, y'all can come on the podcast. There's some great people I want to have on the podcast. This guy whose name is, uh, he's a postal carrier that I work with every day in the zip code that I'm in. He's my T6, right? So he works my days off. Uh, exactly. He works my days off. He'll be on my route most of the time if he doesn't call out of work, which he does that. That's very fine. But he's this guy who uh, I thoroughly enjoy, and uh, I know that everyone listening and watching would enjoy as well. So plan on having him. Plan on having uh, Lead Farmer. His, his YouTube name, Lead Farmer 73 on YouTube. 
I plan on having him. I work with him as well, and I'm not sure if he discloses his real name, so that's why I went ahead with his YouTube name. Uh, but those two people, and you know, there's there's just so many other great people that love what they do. They love delivering the mail. They love seeing the same people every day, seeing them, you know, grow up. And, you know, a little bit of a bummer. I've been delivering mail long enough to see people, uh, you know, pass I've, pass away. They pass away. I'll remember, uh, I do remember this one time, uh, I was talking to these two guys on my route, and they were sitting at a table, and, you know, I found out the next week that one of them had, that was sitting at the table had died. And, you know, that made... Uh, yeah, that made me think. That made me think that uh, that's all life is. You know, we're all sitting at the same table. We're all in the game of life, and uh, in that game, you know, somebody gets up from the table, and that's the death. You know, obviously, from the analogy, you probably already got that. Getting what getting up the table, getting up from the table would mean so. Don't need to explain it to you all. You're all smart people. Oh, GeoTalk. This is something that I have written and I thought it would be a bit, but I have not had a chance to tell it on stage. So I'm going to talk about it for my podcast. I don't care. I might still tell it on stage, whatever. But GeoTalk is where mail carriers that I work with uh, specifically will talk to each other about addresses that they are familiar with, like mailboxes and where they are, and just go back and forth, basically, of geographical knowledge that they have. Because, you know, they're on the overtime list, so they see all of pretty much this one zip code that we're in. Because they'll work on this route one day, they'll help on this route one day, They'll run their route and, you know, case up the other route, which is where you stick the magazines in the cells, like I was saying earlier. And so with all of that, they know a good amount of geography. Sorry about the motorcycle going past. I'm going to drink some more water. It's open. It's open. And they would just go back and forth constantly about, yeah, you know this mailbox over at 36, 22, 33 uh, Lakewood. And uh, I'm doing a country accent for some reason. Uh, I don't know how I was planning on uh, telling this. The person who, who I'm really thinking of, he's this older guy. I might, I might have him on the podcast now that I think of it. He's an older guy named Mark. And uh, he's been delivering mail at the Postal Service for like 36 years. And he's still on the overtime list. So he just loves carrying mail. And he's going to do it until he dies, basically. And with the coronavirus, that could be, you know, soon. So good for him. Uh, but he knows so much about it. And the way he talks is like, oh, over on Rickenbacker. Uh, Rickenbacker. That's his, he'll just say it real fast. That's his, one of the streets on his... God dang it, I probably shouldn't disclose that information. Uh, 
might have to edit that. Uh, but uh, that's the way he talks, and so that's why I felt like I needed to do the country accent. So, yeah, uh, Geo talk. They'll just sit in the break room, Mark and somebody else, and they will go back and forth uh, about it. And like once they say, "Yeah, I know, I know that address on Lakewood," and you know the other person uh, will be like, "Yeah, that's right across the street from." Zaxby's, you know, something like that. And then they'll say, Yeah, yeah, I know that. That's right across the street from Applebee's. And then they'll be they'll just go back and forth and you know, like, you know, that's down the street from CVS. And then they'll say, Yeah, that's right. You take a left on that road right there, you take a right on the next one, and, and you'll be by the fire department. And they'll just go on and on and on and on and on and on and on. And it's quite impressive because I am geographically retarded. I uh, had to weigh everything. You know, I, I had to look it up on my GPS when I first started for the Postal Service. I didn't know even how to get to whatever I was going for the whole time. Now I've, I've got some geographical knowledge when it comes to my zip code, at least. I was an expert at that uh, in this, as a CCA uh, when you know the city carrier assistant, the part-time thing that I mentioned earlier, that I hope you remembered just now when I mentioned it, but I would track down people because, like, I knew when you got to say the there were shelves on the case. I don't know, I didn't mention that, but when you got to say the fourth shelf, the fourth shelf is like later on in your route, right? So I knew when you would be by the fourth case when I went to track people down to help them finish their whatever they had so yeah I, I got some geographical knowledge now and I could I could probably do some geo talk oh if I do if Mark uh, if I do have Mark on the podcast I will try and geo talk with him or any mail carrier actually if I get ET I'll geo talk with him and Lead Farmer knows some of uh, the same zip code as uh, like the same zip code when I started because right now I'm in one zip code that's kind of uh, rich, you would say, uh, rich and college kids is what I deliver to, but one uh, apartment complex that's not so rich, uh, that's what I deliver to, and what was I just fuck? I started what I was saying. I started in uh, a different zip code, and so if I had a lead farmer on, we'd be able to talk about the uh, same zip code areas. So we'll do some geo talk. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's not illegal, so we should be good. I hope so. Uh, geo talk and Hardy's. Yeah, Mark is one of the people that meets up at Hardy's every day at 1 o'clock uh, to eat. There's also a person named Bradley that's very hilarious. And if he ever wants to come on the podcast, he can come on the podcast. Uh, there's also a person named Kyle, another white guy just like Bradley. And Kyle is very funny also and could come on the podcast. There's a lady named Roxanne that is... Absolutely hilarious and would love to have her on the podcast. She can also sing. 
Cat is another uh, person that goes to Hardy's at one o'clock, and she is uh, a mother, and she is a, a great, just great woman, and she could come on the podcast. <laughs> oh, I crack myself up. Uh, I really do. Um, crazy stories I've heard. I don't know why I said I've heard because some of these I have experienced as well. But as far as the ones that I've heard uh, with crazy stories, this guy, uh, Hardy, uh, that's that's his... Fuck. We'll just say his, his name's Hardy. I, I made that up. Uh, his name's Hardy, just like the restaurant. And he had someone offer to give him a blowjob uh, while they were like driving their car. They rolled the window down, said, hey, mailman. And then like he walked over and was like, hey, what's up? He thought they were going to ask for directions. And instead they said, uh, you know, would you like a blowjob? And I would love to have Hardy on to tell that story. Seeing a police chase. I experienced, that's, that's when I experienced. Uh, one I did not experience... Uh, guy naked in window. That is something that I would love to have Bradley to come on and talk about. Uh, apparently the guy had like a foot long dong and just waved at him. Which, if you have a foot long dong, you're gonna just walk around naked. Like that's that's. But that's something that Bradley saw, and you know he could come on and uh, talk about that on the podcast. I did see a police chase. Like I said, that was one I experienced. And it wasn't uh, in the car. It was on foot. And the person running was pretty obese. And it was quite hilarious to see the uh, other cop uh, chasing after the obese person that was also pretty obese. And the other, you know, the criminal running was, was an obese and he was running faster than the cop. And then the cop, like, I'm pretty, he had something, either like a baton or what, what in his hand, but he, he's holding it up and he's like, stop, stop. And I just couldn't help but stare. Uh, that happened a while ago, so. You know, there's not there's not too many crazy stories. Um, I did get offered a blowjob uh, from this this guy on my route. Also, like this, he wasn't in a car; he was at his house. And this story, I actually do tell on stage. And I will share it with the podcast. With the podcast. With the podcast. Um. Let's see. He, uh, you know, he was on this route that I was. I didn't. I wasn't like a regular. Why did I just start like that? That doesn't make it any better when I fumble my words telling a story like this. But I sat with him, just on his front porch probably two times and then the third time is when he asked me you know the first two times he would give me a cigarette and some sweet tea because you know cigarettes and sweet tea is a pretty good combination i like cigarettes and sweet tea you know it's not bad 
I don't really partake in the cigarettes anymore and the sweet tea I still enjoy. And the third time he said, hey, I got a question for you, but I don't want you to freak out. And, you know, I hadn't yet married Malaya. And so I said, you know, I'm, I have a girlfriend and I'm not in the guys. And then he said, well, your girlfriend wouldn't know. And then I told him I would know. And no, thank you. And that was pretty much it. I did just uh, only start waving to him after that. I didn't sit on his front porch anymore. I felt like that would be teasing him or something. Uh, you know, I didn't want to be rude. And that was that. That was that. That's a crazy story. In the in the bit that I tell, I'll I'll say like, uh, no, thank you. Uh, I'm not in the guys. And then he said he had a Hillary Clinton mask, and I was like, "Yeah, let's do it." That's that's the punchline I had to it. So I hope that you guys and gals enjoyed that because it it's okay on stage. That's all the topics I wrote. So 36 minutes has been this episode to keep me sane. And not go postal. I'll end on a on a okayish note. That's fine. Uh, I think the rest of it went pretty okay. Um, I don't want to sound too cocky right now, uh, but I I feel like I was I was funny. I tried. That's all I want to do for everyone listening, everyone viewing. I want to try to entertain. This that's what this whole thing is. And you know I'll talk about. You know, pretty much anything. I I'll take any questions. If you have any questions, email me at don't go postal podcast at gmail dot com. And that wraps this episode up. I appreciate everyone for listening and don't go postal. 